Good morning, Elite, and welcome to Elite POV's special Saturday morning show. I am one of your hosts, Phil Cataldo, but you can call me Philium, alongside the man celebrating a birthday this week, Infinity. What is up, Infinity? Good morning, everybody. How you doing? We also have the draw, Jackie Rodriguez, yet again, not in an FTR shirt, this time sporting a very fashionable bunny shirt. What is up, Jackie? Shirt. Oh, what's up? It's early, and uh, I'm still waking up, but I'm here, ready to talk some AEW Rampage with everybody in the live chat. And the man on the ones and twos. I hate producing. Who hates producing. It fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's not fun, right? Uh, we have the King of Talk style, who I'm rocking his shirt, even though he told me not to. Burn it. Anthony Listen, Stefano, what's chat. up? No. Look at this. Here we you go. didn't even fucking vote for me. He did that out of pity because I came in last place. Finishing last is good in certain things, not in this instant. Okay, I don't want to finish last here. I want to finish first. I want to. I want to have. You know, I'm not even gonna get into it. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, please. I want to have well, premature we... ejaculation of the vote. Okay. I said it. Yeah. Is this that it. what it is? I said That's it. how we're starting. That's how Saturday morning. morning. This is the new segment, <laughs> the Morning Wood, with Anthony DeStefano. What what gets you hard today? <laughs> Anthony! <laughs> well, what gets me hard is that great rampage last night. So we can transition right over to that. Uh, so what I want to start with is the first match on the card, which is Adam Cole versus Tremperetta, which I think is pretty cool that it seems like Adam Cole is like the Rampage King. He's always on Rampage, mm -hmm. and it's pretty cool, too, because... When you go to the show live, right, the Rampage just starts up right after Dynamite, and the energy levels are extremely low, so it's cool that they start with a bang. They start with Adam Cole's entrance. It gets people going, start and then with a bang. So we get a great about. match. Morningwood, let's go. <laughs> Jackie, <laughs> bring some sense to the show. What did you I think of I, that I opening match with Adam Cole and Tremperetta? It was good. Um, when the card was announced, this was my go-to uh, match of the night. So I'm glad that they kicked it off with this. Like you said, keep the energy going, especially with that Adam Cole. It's all about the boo. You know, like that shit gets me hyped every single time. But no, um, it's great to see Trent back. I love seeing him in singles action. Um, good to see him post-injury looking solid in the ring. Although I feel like there were a lot of bots in that match where people were getting dropped on their head and their neck and it was making me nervous as hell um but no overall the match was good it was really cool to see Britt baker out there again with the uh with the super click and mm -hmm. i'm really excited to see where this is going especially as it pertains to what happened towards the end of the match with uh the Britt baker chris statlander fighting on the uh the outside of the ring and fighting all the way up to the back so cool way to kick things off what do you think infinity as a way to start the show this week um, it was great. I mean, you know, I, I really don't catch a, a lot of matches like that. But last night, I mean, since I am a big fan of Adam Cole and Britt Baker, <clears throat> I mean, seeing them come out as a cohesive unit and then, you know, just seeing how that match was going and then like just some of the spots that they were doing. Yeah, I do agree with Jackie. Like some of those spots, I was like, oh, you know, I kind of tensed up because you know, you're dealing with the neck there, but it, it was a great match. I do want to see where Britt Baker and Chris Statlander go um, and then just see how just the story evolves with all these, you know, people. Yeah, but and what'd you think as a way to start? 
It was fun. It was uh, a lot better than I thought. But obviously, when you have Adam Cole in a match, you know it's going to be great. Trent has looked great since he has gotten back from injury. Oh, you mean Trent Moxley? Trent Moxley. Trent Moxley has been – he looks great. Like, since he's gotten back from injury, he's really, like – I don't know. He just is more interesting to me. He's more intriguing to me. Um, But Adam Cole, man, like like you said, where this is going – I'm more excited for, like, what's the Paragon going to be? I'm sorry, Kyle. That's going to be their fucking name. Get over it. (laughs) Paragon is going to be. Is Britt Baker going to be involved in it? Like, there's so many great um, questions of what we can do with this group. And the I I said later in the the show, but Chris Statlander is so good. And Mm. it's starting to show a lot more now that she is getting the time and she um like uh, for instance right when she is face to face with Britt Baker she looks like a star when she was face to face with Adam Cole she looks like a star so uh-huh. by showcasing Chris Statlander in that kind of um in that kind of way with the viewership is on her i feel like you are making a huge star in the women's division in front of our eyes by not having her dabble too much in, she's not like wrestling in the women's division all the time. She's really not like in a lot of matches all the time, but she's on TV. And this is a way of getting her over and getting her in the spotlight without her really doing much. Like she wrestled last night, right? But what you get what I'm saying. It's not like she's on like Sheeta or Deeb or she's not getting all these one-on-one matches. She's just mm-hmm. getting these cool moments, right? Where the Adam Cole stare down being one of them, that to me is bigger than any match she could have had that week. No, you're 100% true. I mean, one of the highest ratings on the show is any segment that Britt Baker is in or any segment that Adam Cole and the Young Buck. So you put Statlander in that, right? She's, she's going to get more eyes on her. She's going to get more fans coming her way and then we could transition right over to the women's tag match which i thought was a lot of fun i rewatched it this morning and um mm-hmm. you know they really do a great job of kind of showcasing and highlighting statlander in that match which i thought was really cool and even though her team lost it's to further the storyline that she has going with layla hirsch and layla hirsch took in which i think is interesting right that's their way of kind of protecting statlander without it being like beaten over our head which you've seen other companies do that before but i think it's 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 pretty seamless the way that they're able to do it but um jackie what'd you think of that women's match i thought it was really good i think this uh this match was primarily used to plant some seeds uh in regards to statlander versus layla hirsch which is a match that I definitely would love to see on a a bigger scale. I think that they're two of the best competitors going in AEW right now. Um, But I think everybody looked good in that match. You know, it's like there was a spot where Red Velvet ran into Nyla and it looked like she freaking ran into a truck and she just got knocked on her ass. It's like Nyla's the best, by the way. She continues to be that imposing force, but... Back to Chris Statlander, honestly, like the first time I ever saw her was at a random indie show at a Knights of Columbus back in, I think it was 2019. And who headlined she it? was, who headlined Sexy it? Sexy Jesus Thunder Tunin. <laughs> uh, a person who is canceled now and we won't even freaking give the attention to. Oh. Um, however, uh, Chris Statlander was the biggest takeaway of the night for me. She was somebody that I had my eyes on the whole time and I never forgot about her. So when she finally showed up on AEW and I was just like, I knew it because she was 
somebody that came across with that star power and she's only gotten better and you know post injury she had hell of a comeback and I can't wait to see what's going to go on for Chris Stanlander going forward what do you think Infinity uh, it was a great great match you know uh I'm a huge fan of uh, Nyla Rose and Chris Atlander. Like, you know, every, everything that Jackie said is pretty much, you know, kind of how I felt exactly with it. Um, you know, uh, part of me, uh, just a tiny bit, would have liked to see Britt Baker come back out, maybe kind of like... Get involved. Yeah, yeah. And like, just kind of amplify that story a little more, even though I know they're focusing on Layla Hirsch and Chris Atlander. But, like, just to get, like, an extra, to be like, all right, you know, we'll probably do Chris Atlander or Layla Hirsch first, but then right after, she's going right after, you know, uh, Britt Baker. You know? Well, that's the thing that AEW does, and they do so well, is they can tell multiple stories at once, and it, it's kind of like they're they're planting the seeds for what's going on, because we, we let's be honest, right? The feud with Britt Baker and Statlander is probably only going to happen for, like, the next week just to build this matchup, and then they're going to move on and... And probably go back to the storyline that they were telling, and Britt will go probably back to Ruby and or whatever is going to happen with her, and then Statlander will finish off this storyline with Layla Hirsch, which I'm excited about. But Ant, what do you think of the women's match? I thought it was fun. Um, it, it, I don't know. Last night, let's just being honest, didn't nothing really blew my mind last night. So mm-hmm. it was it was fun. It was it was cool, but um, it. It got people on the card. It got people exposure. It was good to see Hirsch on TV. Like you said, Statlander was wrestling. It was fun. Uh, I love mm-hmm. the bunny. I fucking love the bunny. I told you guys last night, I think the bunny's like slowly becoming my number two behind Jade because the new aggressive side of the bunny has really been amazing. So um, I enjoyed it. It got it got its point across. Uh, there's, I am I, not a fan of... Three on three women's matches. I feel like you should spotlight that talent in singles action and give them a little bit more time. That's just me, right? I think that um, when there's six people, a lot of times it gets confusing. I know AEW loves the multi man match. Um, I love, I loved when they do tag matches because it kind of like you can focus on four people. When you have six people going around, it's very hard to focus on. Who yeah. do you want to be the star? Who Especially when the ref is Rick Knox. Well, he can't see anything. <laughs> he can't focus on anything. <laughs> well, producer. But it, it's listen. It, it's I thought it was a fun match. I, I love seeing the the teamwork between, especially the babyface team, and and just another match that's showcasing how good Penelope has gotten. Because I remember when she first got here, and she was not the best, right? And she was just you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Joey Janela's valet and she would do spots here and there you know she had the great spots at all in and stuff like that but she's really rounded out to be a pretty decent wrestler in the ring and a lot of fun to watch and and if having her fight someone like Red Velvet is cool because she can pick up Red Velvet because Red Velvet's like 10 pounds so they can fling her all over the place and Nyla Rose is always great like we said but from that match Let's talk about the main event, and then we'll double back and we'll talk about the little segments in between. But I thought the main event was tremendous, right? We had Jurassic Express versus Silver and Reynolds. And it, the cool thing about it is, and commentary kept mentioning it, so a lot of people always wonder, like, in wrestling, in, in a realistic sense, like, oh, why is this team getting a title shot? Like, we see it with the other company. Like, oh, they've lost six matches in a row. Why are they all the 
sudden number one contenders. But with Dark and Elevation, AEW has a good way of like building these teams up on the back in the background. So when you have random matches like this, they can say things on commentary like, oh, Silver and Reynolds have won their last 10 matches. And you're like, oh, okay. So it makes yeah. sense that they're getting this title shot on this random episode of Rampage with no build <laughs> other than just the stuff that happened on Dynamite. But and what did you think of the main event? And were you excited to see Johnny Hungy? I love Johnny Hungy. Anytime he's <laughs> on the screen, it's like captivating, right? He has just so much charisma about him. It's so much fun every time he's on there. Um, I mean, I am I love Jungle Boy and I love Luchasaurus. So of course I was gonna love that match. It was very, very fun. Um, it was a nice defense for Jurassic Express. Like I was talking to my buddy Casual Kyle, not Kyle from this show, uh Kyle, <laughs> shiny head Kyle Evans, and uh we were we were talking this morning and he's like, Well, I don't really get the point, you know, behind them getting a tag title shot, you know, and stuff like that. Like and I told him what you told him, not only Dark, but I said, he also said it about why is Lance Archer getting a hangman shot, right? He hasn't been there. And logically, it makes sense. But storyline-wise, you need these champions to win a couple matches, right? Mm -hmm. You know, a throwaway tag team title match on a Rampage, it makes Rampage worth watching because it's a title match. So God forbid, if the title changes, it's shocking, right? Which it did happen a yep. few weeks ago when Cody beat Sammy on uh, those rampages. It gets eyes on the product, right? So mm -hmm. you're doing this because you need to build these champions up. Like my yeah. best explanation, because this was the first Jurassic Express one with Hangman, right? The reason that you're doing this is because Hangman has just fought Kenny, Danielson, and Danielson. He needs to cool down before he goes on to Adam Cole, CM Punk, John Moxley. You need him. And what better man than Lance Archer, who loses to all the main events? Exactly. <laughs> oh, Unfortunately, I love Lance Archer, but that's Lance Archer's job in this company is yeah. to come in, be a threat, and not be a threat. It's very much the Bray Wyatt type booking. Yeah, where yeah. Bray Wyatt's like, I'm here. I'm going to be a badass. You think I'm going to win. I don't. Like, yeah, no, yeah. I lose every every so, time. That's exactly how I feel about Lance Archer, and that's how I feel about them getting this 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 tag team title match against Jurassic Express. It was there to put uh, another win, another title defense under Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. So when they get up to PMP in six months, they've had seven or eight title defenses, and they haven't lost. It makes the titles more credible. Yeah, hundred percent. And the match was it was a fantastic match. A lot of great moments and. It's a reminder that Johnny Hungy is one of the most over talents on the oh, roster. Absolutely. Like every time he does any bit of offense or 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 taunts or whatever flexes, the crowd goes ballistic. But Jackie, what'd you think of this? I thought it was really great. Um, it's cool to see Silver and Reynolds because they are a very cohesive unit together. They're one of these teams that I feel like we don't see as often on like Dynamite or like on the big TV events. But when it comes down to it, they're two of the most entertaining people to watch. Mm -hmm. Their matches are always solid. I feel like they have a tendency to bring out the best in their opponents as well, where even if they don't win the match, you come away remembering them in that match. So it was a good way to to build up. Like you said, they have to get those reps in in between these like bigger title matches because otherwise you have, to me, what happened with the Lucha Brothers. I feel like 
I, you know, I hate to go back to it, you know, and I love the Lucha Brothers, but that title reign, I was like, can I even name anybody other than FTR that they defended the titles against? Like, yeah. it just felt kind of lackluster. That was the 100% um, definition of the money was in the chase. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We all wanted it and it happened and we were all kind of like, now what? <laughs> and then it was kind of like now, yeah, it was kind of like now what? And I feel yeah. like that, you know, in, in this situation with Jurassic Express, it's like you don't want to see that type of um, baby face champion run get repeated. So it's like, yes, it is good to have these matches where even if it's not like marquee tag team title matches, but you want to get two teams that are over with the crowd are going to have an entertaining match. And then those wins are going to look credible going forward. And it's going to, you know, strengthen their run as tag team champions. Yeah. And infinity, what did you think about that crazy spot that they pulled where we saw it was like the, the suplex to a power bomb and a German suplex with yes. all the guys in the corner. I like held my breath when I rewatched it this morning as well, too. Like it, it like went through me, like don't get hurt. Like it, it just yeah. looks so scary. But what did you think about that spot and I, the I match mean, in general? That spot alone, like for me, I kind of popped for it because it was just those sequences, moves that just kept going and going. And I was like, wow, like, you know, that's for me is uh, simply amazing, mm-hmm. you know? And then like looking at Luchasaurus, like as big as this guy is, you know, this guy's athletic, you know, he's a serious, serious, great talent. Um, That match was Simply to me, it was amazing, and I, and I agree with everybody here. Like, you know, to build up those tag team titles, you know, and, and you know, put teams like you know Reynolds and Silver in, in that spot, perfect. You know, AEW is doing amazing with this, and it, it's a lot of fun too. Because, like Ant said, right? It, it's uh, you can't have all these crazy blood feuds at once, right? Yeah. Like, if if you're gonna do it. With like we just had Hangman and Danielson, you know, um, we had um, Britt and Riho get this, you know, kind of serious feud, and and now we're probably going to see Cody and Sammy go into something that might be a little serious. Why is Britt and Riho serious because no, but it was serious enough where like it had the thing of like I oh never Britt's never beat her. In a, no, Riho was not beat. That's like well, no, of course, but I'm just saying, you know, like that's they, like putting they, like three slices of pizza in front of me and be like, I bet your aunt's not going to eat that. Like, come on. <laughs> no but it's 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 good to have it's it sounds disrespectful but more like throwaway feuds like let's just have fun let's just do some fantasy matches let's have matches make stars make people look important and that's what i like it's um a way of using enhancement talent not in a way that they're jobbers but they're actually enhancement talent because they're enhancing the titles they're enhancing the champions like the word enhancement talent gets gets thrown around as oh he's a jobber he's a jobber no like yeah ftr they very much in a lot of their matches are enhancement talent because they're enhancing the storyline they're enhancing their Mm -hmm. opponents they're making people look good so that has such like a a negative like way of people like oh there it's an enhancement match these like there's some great some of the all-time greats were enhancers like they made people look good they they just mm-hmm. literally went out there Dolph Ziggler for years everyone loved him he was an enhancement talent he never really yeah. won anything he went out there and he looked great and he made everyone else look great that's yeah. what, that's why I think AEW is doing it so well because it's not like oh they're a jobber 
No, they're out there. They have a purpose. They can win. They're winning matches. They're not just losing all the time. They're out mm-hmm. on dark. They're out on elevation. They're winning. So they're building up a streak. Then they come in and they make the champions look even better. Well, yeah, speaking I, I, of somebody who's going to be here, unless you have something to say, Infinity. Yeah, I, I and I agree with Ant, too, because I think, like, at the same time, you know, I, I know for myself, I tend to forget about certain tag teams, for, for example, like the Butcher and the Blade, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we may end up seeing them on dark, but, like, it'll be a perfect time to, like, you know, if they're, they're winning as well, put them in a title match, mm-hmm. you know, with Jurassic Express. And then that way you still get eyes on these guys like, oh, yeah. They're still around too, you know, and put them in the forefront. Yeah, every once in a while, kind of filter people in and out. It gives people breaks and stuff like that. You don't get overworked. Mm-hmm. It's cool. And they're still having matches on Dark and Elevation. That's why we beat the drum every single week. You guys have to start watching Dark and Elevation Stop every week because me, you see. Yeah. yeah. And, He's like, even I'm if you, you, bro. Even if you watch it like me, like admittedly, <laughs> I watch my favorites and I skip all the stuff I don't care about. You, yeah. That's fine. I do but the same come thing. on, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, but now speaking of somebody who was brought in to enhance talent, we get Jay Lethal challenging Ricky Starks for the FTW title. And this is really cool because I think we mentioned it on like the show a few weeks ago. Where's Jay Lethal, right? What's going on with Jay Lethal? A lot of people on social media are upset that they did this big, big signing with bringing him in at the end of the year. And he had that match against Sammy Guevara for the TNT championship. And then he just kind of disappeared, right? But this is a cool direction for him to go in. He's really going to elevate Ricky Starks to a higher level. Whether Jay Lethal wins or not, I mean, we could assume that Ricky Starks is not going to lose the FTW title randomly like this without a huge build. But, Jackie, are you excited about this? Are you excited for the future that is Jay Lethal versus Ricky Starks? Yeah, it's weird. Like, I don't know that I would use the word excited necessarily. I would probably use the word I'm intrigued. Um, you know, I'm 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 mildly intrigued. Just synonyms at, of at excited. This point. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I love Ricky Starks, and it has less to do with what he does in the ring, which is still great on its own. But it's just Ricky Starks as a character. I love what he does on the microphone. I'm. I love that he's on commentary Ricky every week. Starks as if the Rock he's, and the situation yeah. had a baby. <laughs> yeah, Yo, you're right. He you're is so he, right. He is, but he has a certain you know swag about him that's yeah, very appealing. I love Ricky Stark. So it's like in that sense, yes, I am interested. It's it's more for me about Ricky than it is about Jay Lethal, interestingly mm-hmm. enough. Um, but because there were those complaints early on where people were like, you know, you brought Jay Lethal and now what the hell is he doing? Okay, so let's, you know, let's give him this match. But like you said, don't have it be like you know, Jay comes and like sweeps up the FTW title off of him. If they're going to do it, like build a little feud around are, are it. Are we still building to Dante Ricky though here yeah. while we're doing this? So I don't yeah. think Lethal's going to win. I just wish that Ricky Starks would become like a chicken shit heel and be like, no, I'm he not going to fight is, you. I'm not going to fight you. How about you fight Hook? Like, oh yeah, yeah and like Hook yeah. just chokes out everyone who's trying to get the Ricky yeah. Starks. Hook, Hook, and Hook like Bray until, Wyatt teleports until, behind him and just chokes him out and then teleports away. Until Hook gets fed up with Ricky Starks sending him, and then he goes after Ricky Starks. Like that would be dope. All I'm but, saying is, with all this Hook talk, if Hook doesn't one day have a, a heel attack him at a strip club, then I mean, what are we he, doing here? I mean, he had some heels in his face at a strip club. That's what I'm saying, some bro. Like, heels. We gotta, 
<laughs> we, we gotta get we gotta get Hook and his strip club match. <laughs> Look, I I know Hook looks like a teenager, but we all know that he is a grown man. Let you know him live Vin, his life. You know Vince Russo was over there like, oh, on a pole match, on a pole match. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I'm surprised they didn't mention it on commentary. I guess it happened after Dynamite. You know how they someone's gonna mention it in a promo. It's gonna be fantastic. Yeah. But uh, Infinity, are you excited about the Jay Lethal versus Ricky Starks? <coughs> Jackie, I'm not excited. I'm interested, but yeah, not a, not that excited. I just, I do like Ricky Starks, and I mm-hmm. do like Jay Lethal. Part of me feels like it. They're not doing justice with the FT, FTW title, mm-hmm. um, because I'm, you know, I'm very old school, you know, with the back in the ECW days. But you know, um, as much as I like Ricky Starks, I think you know they need to shine some light on that FTW title and just like kind of elevate it a little more, right? Just a just a tad bit. They still don't even you know? recognize it. Right, Which I think it's funny. And, and it's a title like, that's being defended, but they don't recognize it. <laughs> yeah, and, and like I agree with everybody. You know, I feel like Ricky Starks is like a super super young version of The Rock. You know, his style. Everything he says, the way he he comes out with his words and stuff like that, very charismatic. Um, Jay Lethal, I mean, he's top notch talent. I mean, like I said, I'm interested in the match, but like not a, that excited because I know Jay Lethal's not gonna win, you know. Um, and then to match. Ant's point about sending Hook and then you know seeing <laughs> that whole oh you know he's gonna get fed up. To me, I think it's just gonna kind of replay what's going on with Wardlow yeah. and MJF right now. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, but it, any hook is a good hook. I don't care if it's replaying the storyline. Give us hook over and over again. Eventually, right? Taz is going to want his son to have the mm-hmm. championship that he brought in. So that could even be a route we go where Ricky Starks keeps running his mouth. And maybe Taz turns face with hook and they take the FTW title off of uh, Ricky, Starks. Ricky Starks. So there's a lot yeah. of cool things that there's layers. Also, he has Hobbs behind him, which I think Hobbs will get involved as well. I would love yeah. to see Hobbs versus Lethal. Give me that fucking match, like now. oh hell yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. But they're like even like these non like we're saying it's not an important match because the title's not recognized. It's gonna put eyes on Ricky Starks. Jay Lethal's been mm-hmm. one of the best wrestlers in the world for a decade. Yeah. I thought he was like fifty two years old. Dude's like 35, 36. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I thought he was ever. super old too. Yeah, like he's yeah. always been here in some yeah. capacity. He's always been here. So. It's going to make Ricky Starks look like a fucking star when he pins him. And hopefully they do it clean. But it adds more to the story if he doesn't, because then it adds more odds against Dante Martin when he fights Ricky Starks. That Ricky Starks can't do it on his own. No, that's a great, great point. Um, Now, one last thing that I want to talk about is something that Jackie said to me before we went on air. And it warmed my cold heart. All right, it warmed my cold heart. Jackie said, and I quote, I enjoyed that Acclaim music video last night. And it made me so happy because no one is a bigger hater of Max Caster in this world than Jackie. She hates his raps. She hates the promos. She hates it all. But I love the Acclaim because everybody loves the (laughs) Acclaim. So I'm starting with you, Jackie. What was it about this one music video in particular that got you to be a fan? I don't know. First, uh, for starters, the bars weren't as weak as they typically are because every time freaking Max Caster comes out, it's like a text between me and my brother Nate. We're just like weak ass bars week after week. And I know you guys love them. It just it is such a flop for me. 
But everybody as soon claimed. Yeah, I know, everybody, you, everybody but me, I guess. Yeah. But as soon as they hit that line, the two grown men and they go in through a goth phase, I was like, here <laughs> we freaking go. It's about to like, because it was a full on, well thought out diss track. Mm-hmm. And then the imagery, like, you know, freaking Anthony Bowens. It was Bowens, Stang. It was you know, Stang. I know, but Stang. Anthony Bowens dressed up as Darby Allen. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it was so many levels to it. I think when they get a chance to be produced and well thought out like that they tend to shine a little bit brighter than just the you know i'm going to spit a few bars when i'm walking out to the ring uh but it was funny as hell like i was entertained and i was like this is a first for me and you know okay if they do more of that i'm here for it it also and shout out to stang yeah shout out right to stang. shout out to stang from from talking shop fame it uh it also um it just adds and i don't know why my mic is so fucking low i'm sorry guys i'm never producing again but <laughs> It again, it just kind of adds another layer, which I think the vignettes do. And I think you should do this more with the acclaim. They did it against Mox and Kingston. They're doing it here. It adds to people caring about them because that video is going to be on Twitter, on YouTube, on Instagram, and people are going to watch it. They're going to laugh. And people who don't know who they are, but know who Sting are, are going to be like, what the fuck is this? I have to watch this, right? <laughs> yeah. So they're doing their job. Um, the buckle bomb line popped the fuck out of me. Uh, Savage. The big yeah. black bat for the small white dick popped me. Yeah. <laughs> like for real, it was all. It was probably the coolest thing the acclaimed did, and I'm an acclaimed fan. It's putting a spotlight on them, and they keep mentioning they're the number one rated tag team. So at Beach Bash '96, it's gonna be <laughs> the acclaimed versus Jurassic Express. Yeah, but will it be Rick Rude versus Ultimate Warrior in, in a steel, steel cage? cage. No, nothing will, yeah, nothing will ever be better than that. But look, this is a throwback to what the Acclaim were doing during the pandemic era. Because remember, they had all these great videos against the Dark Order. They had the great video against Hangman uh, going into the ladder match and stuff like that, right? And we saw a lot of those songs, if not all those songs, that were on their, their album that they came out with, which I admittedly listen to all the time still. Because that, it's... I know, listen... It's not that Max Caster is good or bad. It's that he's funny, right? It's, it's, they're all, this is the one thing, right? With like good rappers, there's like a setup and there's a build and there's a punchline thrown in in there. Like Max Caster is all punchlines and they don't all hit, but like, so everything is just set up punchline, set up punchline. (laughs) Well, I'm like, no, Eminem is just a fucking, on another level, all right? Ford, Ford, here's Ford, 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 Ford. You use way too many Neptunes. (laughs) <laughs> but it's it's fun right i love that they're just a fun team and then like you know like jackie said getting these overproduced videos you're getting to see anthony bowen's acting style because he does have acting credentials he has commercials and stuff like that but i thought it was awesome but infinity please yeah. be on our side and say that you love this as much as we i do. loved it everybody i loved every minute of this this track this video was absolutely awesome you know it took me back to like the days where uh, 50 cent would just like do a diss track on somebody and then do like a parody video mm-hmm. that's what it felt like to me and you know seeing these guys dressed up and just kind of having fun with it was pure joy it was yeah it, it was a, it was a great time when wrestlers have fun we have more fun right yes. like mm-hmm. we talked about the vignettes we talked about the pack promo like they didn't let 
fucking Neville do that in WWE. They didn't let him be that creative and have like, they're like, you have an accent. You can't talk like yeah. what? Oh, yeah. Pac yeah. is interesting. The acclaimed interesting. These vignettes, I cannot stress enough. These vignettes are going to get people over quicker than a match on dark or a match on elevation. Mm-hmm. So by showing the acclaimed who has been getting a lot of TV time lately, but usually they would, um, you know, they would be on dark. They'd be on elevation for a while. This is a way to now showcase them. And I think you're going to see more and more vignettes because we're seeing more than we've had in recent memory. And it's just getting people over. They're having fun. Like again, how fun was it last night watching them have fun? Like yeah. in yeah. a match when you could tell, like, how fun has Brian Danielson's run been? Because you look at him and you're like, this guy is having the time of his fucking life. CM mm-hmm. Punk, every time he comes out and smile, you can't tell me that you don't smile because he is having fun. When they have fun, we have more fun. Yeah, but every time why... Warlow comes out and smiles, you can't tell me you don't feel something. All right, and then let's get into that. Right? Because, all right, Kyle Masters, um, I know you're busy. But he's trying to skip over your boy. Yeah. Right. No, let's skip, go. We're skipping, we're not skipping. The show ain't over yet. Sean's, you were, you're getting ready to close out. I know your style. Sean Spears cut a great I did promo. forget about it, in fairness. Sean, exactly. <laughs> I've worked with you long enough, okay? Sean Spears <laughs> cut a great promo last night. And, again, it's giving people that opportunity to have a microphone in their hand because who knows Sean Spears could cut a promo that good, right? Well, I did. Put if you watched NXT, over, you did. Yeah, well, I didn't like the 10 thing. Okay, I can count. Um, <laughs> so he puts himself over, and he talks about being a vet, but he takes some digs. I'm not someone with two moves that just started a couple years ago. And mm-hmm. Warlow's behind him like, did this motherfucker yeah. really yeah. just... When Wardlow snaps, I'm going streaking because it's going to be the fucking hottest moment in the world. Yo, and shout out to uh, Carrie was texting me this morning yo, about Carrie's it saying that. Shout out to yeah, Carrie's in the chat, chat live, which is the best part about doing these yes. shows on Saturday morning. Carrie gets mm-hmm. to be there live. Uh, <laughs> but if you watch the promo segment back, which I did, you see Wardlow in the background making the best facial expressions. And he's telling a story without saying anything, right? In regards to what Ant was saying, when Spears dropped that line, Wardlow like, was scrunching his face up like, this motherfucker talking about me? me? Like, get the fuck out of here and like you understand that like from past storytelling we we know that mjf has warlow under this like ironclad contract that he has to do everything mjf said and yada 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 all this stuff right very similar to batista when he was with evolution with triple h so we know where this is going but it's yep. just fun to get these stops along the way and seeing the the just a little bit of a taste of like oh they, they, i you see want it there he's, yeah, <laughs> do you want to taste well we see that Little by little, Wardlow's getting fucking tired of the shit. And like Ant said, the moment he turns on them and we get this huge moment, I'm going to go through again. Yo, watch this match Wednesday because I think Spears is going to get one of Punk's best matches out of him. It's going to be yeah. sneaky good. Yeah. It's going to be 20 year vet. The 20, 20, year say, vet. 20 years in the business. You know, mm-hmm. I think that Spears is one of those underrated people on the roster. It goes without question. He um, he may not be in the spotlight the way that other people are, but when he does get those matches, like there was a match a while back with him and Sammy Guevara that was one of like those like standout matches of the night. So I'm here for that. I'm kind of curious to see if 
Wardlow is going to take his frustrations out on Spears before he gets to MJF. Yeah, absolutely. He's going to um, oh, because like, you know that that mofo is 120% done with everybody's bullshit between MJF getting involved in, you know, Wardlow and Punk's match, you know, Sean Spears stealing his thunder, throwing the, the subtweets, <laughs> the, the, the subtle the things. Verbal him, the, the yeah. verbal subtweets. The verbal subtweets. Um, but yeah, I'm just like, but here's the thing. Why, I have been so, why, why isn't FTR fucking with Wardlow? Like, cause you know they know something? better. Because bro. They're in their own Yo, yeah. like, lane. There's like, no freaking dumb. pinnacle shit. Anymore. Like they're just like, keep, they're like, you know what? We're going to keep totally safe at all costs. Like yeah. I, just, we just know between us, right? The day that Wardlow has to fight cash Wheeler. We're going to leave oh, you alone. We're going to let God. you dim the lights, light some candles. Yep, Jackie Wheeler. And just enjoy yourself. Bumpy Wheeler. Bumpy <laughs> Wheeler's coming out. Bumpy Wheeler's School of Wrestling, uh, which is why y'all got to watch the uh, Patreon after show. I just want to throw a slight uh, plug yeah, in Yeah, for a dollar. Guys, you get it for a fucking dollar a month. Don't buy one double cheeseburger from McDonald's, which aren't even a dollar anymore. They're like a dollar forty nine. It would know. I eat six <laughs> of them a week. As close as McDonald's is to his job. Give us a dollar. Just one. We only clear like 38 cents of it. <laughs> Yo, heel, heel in the chat is trying to start a war, bro. That ain't never happening. He's saying he can't uh, wait for the day. Dex and Cash fight each other. It ain't happening, in the, bro. In the Owen. I hope in it happens. In the Owen, Owen tournament, that would be dope. That yeah. would be dope. But I, he always it's never going to happen. That's like me and you yeah. fighting each other. I just want to kiss your beautiful face. No, no. Yeah. I mean, we could fight each other. Anyway, yeah, let's let's. I'm not that. saying I'd win. Crossface yeah, with Crossface with Costin. That's heel, please heel. Go check out his content. Great mm -hmm. yeah. all elite content. Go check it out. Yeah, we love <laughs> heel. funny saying, "When do we get Eddie Kingston to host a show?" I don't look that much like you him. Look like bro. Eddie Kingston. You oh, do. Oh my god, I don't god. see. It. I put, posted a picture of us together. Yo, people say like I look like Shane McMahon. Whoa. No. I do. I get Wait, it all the I time when I'm clean shaven. I get it. The well, one yeah, time, when you're, when you one time beard, they I had guess. a Shane McMahon face filter for WrestleMania, and I put it on, and it looked exactly it like looked exactly the same. Uh, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I nah, guess. wait. Let Infinity be the tiebreaker. Infinity, do you think that <laughs> Phil looks like Eddie Kingston? Uh, maybe if he, he, you know, cut his eyebrow. Possibly. Oh, I did the, the three cuts in your eyebrow you, trying to wild out. You do look like Eddie Kingston. Nah. That's a well, Infinity. What, I, I'm not saying it's not a compliment. I just feel guilty <laughs> taking the compliment. I don't believe. <laughs> but Infinity, what did you think about this promo before? Um, this promo was was absolutely amazing. Um, it it made me remember how good Sean Spears is on a mic because I haven't heard him talk like that in such a long time. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I remember the days back in, in NXT, uh, how good he was, you know, how captivating he was and energetic with the crowd. And it's like, <clears throat> you know, seeing that, you, you know, like, well, his sort of run in WWE that didn't last that great. Um, and seeing him here now is just like so refreshing. Putting him behind a mic, it's so good. Like, he's just, he goes, you know, mm -hmm. and it's, like I said, for me, it, it remembered everything that he's done at NXT, amplified to 11. Yeah, it reminded me, and we can go all the way back to year one of AEW, right? Yeah. To me, this is the best promo he cut since that Cody feud leading into the first All Out. So it was yeah. kind of, it's really cool that we're getting this time. And the, the crazy thing, he has, actually, no, that's a lie. The promo that he was doing when he was in the feud with Scorpio Sky mm -hmm. on Dark, 
that this is a this is since that point because that feud was incredible. Yet again, watch Dark and Elevation. You, you get to see a lot of cool stuff on there, like the Sunny Kiss and Joey Janela feud. Oh, right? that yes, match was so a bad. lot of Dark and Elevation are enhancement matches. It's like ninety nine percent. You know who's gonna win, but there are those little mini feuds that they do. In elevation, Diamante versus Swole, Sunny Kiss versus Joey Janela, Sean Spears versus Scorpio Sky. We can kind of see the future, right? What they're gonna plan to do on TV, and it's a lot of fun. And it, and it's just it's just a fun show. Sometimes they go crazy. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I because I don't watch it live. I'll go back and watch it. There you see that YouTube video, and it's like an hour and forty five minutes. It's like Jesus fucking Christ. Why is this so goddamn long? Yeah. But it's always fun, and it's always a good time. You get to see a lot of great indie talent on there. Unlike that fucking Adam Everett guy that was on Rampage this week. Yeah, that I did not by like. the way, that gimmick pisses me off because I thought that dude was 7'4". Because, like, <laughs> I never really watched the videos, but, like, I would come across. I'm like, wow, he's 7'4 doing that. And mm. dude's fucking smaller than me. That pissed me off. I guess that's the gimmick, though. For, he's probably, like, my height, so I'm offended by that. Back statement. when men were men. Yeah, when men were men. And they were 6'2". <laughs> they were 6'2", even when they were 5'10". Yes. <laughs> Well, that's how we're going to end the show this week. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in live on Twitch.tv slash ElitePOV. Shout out to Jermaine in that resubbing. We saw you. Thank you, sir. Always showing a lot of love. Shout out to everybody who is here live, like Mama POV, Carrie, Black Baymax, Proto, Lane, um, Heal. Lane, Heal, everybody. Harry, Thank you guys you. for watching. If you want to follow the show, it's at ElitePOV everywhere. It's Keep at ElitePOV Clips on Twitch. Patreon.com slash ElitePOV. Uh, I always say Twitch. I'm sorry. On TikTok. Yeah, Fangy. You forgot Fangy. Fangy. Oh, shout out to Fangy, the real world champion. Right. The real world champion. Shout out to Fangy. Can I send us out? Oh, yeah. Hold on. Wait. Okay. To Patreon.com slash ElitePOV. Right? Get this great after show that we mentioned. You get Top Girl Talk. A new one will be recorded very, very soon. So stay tuned to that because their shows are always incredible. YouTube.com slash Elite POV. We got another rant on wrestling coming this week. This week. If you if you got tell some ideas for Ant, yeah, know. tell them what to rant about, <laughs> right? If it won't be this week, we'll, we'll start to bank them. A lot of good stuff happening. Um, If you want to follow me, it's at Philium Elite. Infinity, let them know where they can follow you. Oh, I'm just on Twitter on uh, Infinity13Gaming without the G at the very end. And Elite POV merch to get some of Infinity's incredible designs that he has made yeah, for us. Jackie, yeah. let them know where they can follow you. You can follow me on Twitter at loveyoumake24, and you can follow me on Instagram at jacksthedrawpov. All right, Ant, take us out. All right, you can't follow me on Twitter because I'm protected, but you can follow Elite POV on Twitter, and you can watch our Twitch streams at Alliance Wrestling Fed. We're coming together. We're making the Bessie Federation. We're going to bring some to the Patreon as well. So stay tuned for that. Go to Patreon. $1 a month. Let's go. Help us out. Um, it goes right back into business. It goes right back into producing content. So it goes a long way. We want to thank all of our Patreons. We love you. And thank you guys for grabbing your bitch-ass coffee, joining us this morning. We had a lot of fun. And remember, you don't have to be a stripper to be a hooker. <laughs> Bye.